Good evening, everyone. It is the 6th of July, Saturday night, 7.55pm, and I'm having the most lit Saturday night ever. Um, I was literally about to uh, start to wind down, to head off to sleep, and I was like, why don't I just list a few things that uh, I suppose I can only speak for myself that I do um, to really maximise the sleep that I, that I do get. Uh, my routine is it's pretty structured throughout the week I uh, do get uh, pretty caught up so whatever sleep I can get I really need to I suppose maximize and um, most of uh, my weekends uh, I suppose are catching up on a little bit of sleep if I can um, but uh, I did uh, I suppose want to list a few things that have certainly helped me just maximize the sleep that I can get and ensure that uh, once I'm in bed um, I can really get to sleep and stay asleep. So uh, the first one, I suppose you've probably heard this one before, is try and keep a consistent routine. And I suppose most people will uh, get up at the same time each day, uh, whether it be for work or whatnot. Uh, it's That's really uncontrollable for some people. So they have to get up a certain amount of time to make it to wherever they need to go. But you also should really control what time you're going to bed as well. So we can quite often get caught up, uh, staying up later than we probably should be. Uh, and uh, obviously that will impact the amount of sleep that we do have, which will then have a carryover and effect for the next day. So I, I really try and encourage people, and I know for myself, I'll really try and get to bed uh, relatively early. Like I said, I'm, I'm winding down around about 8 o'clock, and that is 8.30 to 9 is literally when, I'm, when I've nodded off. I get, to, I get up quite early, get up at 4 a.m., um, so even on weekends, I will try and um, keep that routine in, and it's not—it's not even about me forcing myself. It's just my body knows that's when it's—it's—it's it's, uh, it's basically time to wind down and get to sleep. So really try and keep yourself in routine. It just makes things a whole lot easier. Uh, obviously, there is things that we can't control. Like you don't want to uh, sacrifice that of your social life. Like weekends, obviously, you might need to stay out later. You want to have things on. That—that's obviously perfectly fine. I know for me. Uh, two weeks ago, I went out, so I didn't get home till like like two or three a.m., which is not really that late. And it took me like three to four days to recover. And by recover, I mean uh, just not feel so tired throughout the day uh, and, and get back into my usual sleep cycle. So that would be number one: get into routine uh, if you can. Just try and keep something consistent uh, for the majority of the week, and obviously, what's what's in your control. Because uh, you may think, oh, I'll, I'll be okay. Like I'll just, I'll be fine for now. Uh, but obviously, that carry on over effect the the following day, and then you might be able to grind through the first day. But then, if you don't make up for that sleep, or even uh, even worse, you try and pull a uh, another long night. Then obviously, it's just going to play uh, have havoc over you uh, for the coming days. So, get into routine as much as you can. Um, another thing is, uh, I, I listed a f- like just a few tools that I like to use. Um, that I found uh, have really helped me. So one is recently for the past, I'll say a month or so, I've been playing with a few sleep apps uh, and they are called, one is called Headspace, another one is called Insight Timer. So two different apps, in all honesty, I was using Insight Timer and then I uh, see some people post about Headspace. So they're both free apps, uh, but obviously it would require you to uh, uh subscribe to get more of the different uh, forms of meditation, different kinds of uh, programs that they have. I literally just stick to the free one. I just rotate between the two. I'm not too fast. Some people get right into it, and, uh, which is good. Uh, but for me, I just I really don't want to purchase a, 
an out for you can get it you can get kind of get away with just using the free one so they are two that i would i'll do literally what i'll do is um uh once i get into bed i will play one out loud uh might be for like half an hour whatever uh and usually i don't even remember it finishing because i'm usually asleep by the time and you can you can swap and change from uh, like breathing techniques, someone like guiding through breathing techniques. And obviously you, you don't have to tell people you're doing this. I'm telling you, I'm doing it because I feel like it's going to help. Some people may think, I don't want to do that. Like that's, that's, that's like, that's odd, that's weird. But I know for me, it certainly helped. And you may think like this, this person, you literally try and you sit there and try and challenge the person and think, this person's not going to help me relax. I'm, okay, I'll do what they say. This is not going to work on me. I, I, it, it won't work. And then you literally find yourself like just nodding off and drooling. But definitely uh at least try it once get on the sleep apps i i, I would recommend it and just uh, not sleep apps just meditation as well um another thing is uh i like to wear even throughout the day as well because i'm staring at screen for uh, eight to ten hours a day is uh blue light blockers so uh if you don't want to purchase blue light blockers you can get it quite cheap online uh, you can set your phone to uh, night mode. Most people have night mode on their smartphone, even on their laptop as well. I personally would set a schedule time, not manually do it because you're going to forget. You're going to forget. Schedule a time when you uh, intend on going to bed. Uh, that can really tap into uh, the point I first made, which is getting into routine. It will automatically flick on and it will also be a reminder like, oh, this is when I'm meant to go to bed. And obviously we, we know that... Uh, the more blue light uh, that is basically hitting your eyes, the uh, more it affects uh, your ability to fall asleep. So uh, you, you may you may find that, you know, say don't stare at screens uh, so late at night, that is due to the blue light. So it can affect our circadian rhythm. Uh, ultimately, we want to not temperament with that if we can, especially towards the back end of the day if we can. So experiment with uh, blocking it as many as much blue light as you can, especially when you're heading more to bed because uh, that will obviously uh, could uh, play a role in you uh, falling asleep. Another thing I like to do pre-bed is take uh, ZMAs, so zinc, magnesium, and oh, what's the other one? I can't remember the other one's name. Basically, it does help you uh, slowly wind down. I know when I take uh, one to two pills, um, I'll find myself getting slightly drowsy. Um, it's just been a staple in my routine uh, just before I go to bed. Another one is melatonin. So melatonin is to basically help you get in your circadian rhythm. So circadian rhythm uh, is uh, when your body, so you, you know when your body just every single day, if, you, if you're in the same schedule, your body will get in that routine of uh, it knows when to go to bed, it knows when to wake up, that rhythm, that, that body clock. So it's basically encouraging your body to get into that rhythm and maintain it. Uh, that's not essential, but it's something that I like to put in myself. Uh, moving on to point three, which is our sleep hygiene. So um, I suppose for me, now that I'm living in a colder climate, uh, it, it it definitely is a little bit easy to fall asleep because you just you naturally want to uh, kind of like cut, uh, curdle up in a uh, a bowl because because it's so cold here. Uh, but I've definitely put uh, implemented things like I'll throw on some socks. Uh, I find uh, as we know uh, raising 
putting the body in a, a, a temperature where it's going to fall. Obviously, if you're too cold, if you've had like freezing cold feet and you're just kind of like curling up and it's keeping you awake, we obviously want uh, our body to be at a, a temperature where it's going to be in a relaxed state. Uh, before I'll do that, I'll have a, a hot shower or a warm shower uh, just to really uh, keep my body in a, um, a good uh, temperature before jumping into bed if I can. So hold a warm shower, throw on some socks, um, I will, obviously we want to, uh, minimize any kind of light coming in or, or, or shining on us. Uh, even for me uh, on my Apple watch, it's like, obviously it's centered whenever you raise your wrist. Um, so what I'll do is there's a little, uh, button that I can press that will, uh, stop that coming whenever I move my hand. Cause obviously it, you may even find if your phone lights up, and it's on the side of the desk. It, it'll it'll light up the entire room, and that could be the difference of when you're just about to fall asleep. It lights up, and then it just completely just ruins your like ability to knock off for like however long. So I definitely minimise any kind of light. I I I believe like it, late last year I went to the extent of buying a face mask. I went like all out uh, just to minimise any kind of light that that was coming in or uh, that would basically potentially ruin my, my uh, me going to sleep. Um, number four, I would say a play around with your food timing. So, um, obviously some people can eat very, very close to bed and be fine. Some people like to use it as a, I suppose, a knockout, uh, a way of getting knocked out and that's fall straight asleep. The only thing uh, I suppose what's wrong with that and that I found, uh, a little bit detrimental is if I eat so close to bed, yes, I may fall asleep. But uh, quite quickly, I'll get knocked out, but I'll wake up because essentially you, your body is your body's working away. It's digesting. It's, we want it to be in a very relaxed state. And, it, and yes, it can get, it certainly get, uh, I suppose, relaxed and fall asleep, uh, as you may know. But essentially you, your body is, is working. It, it's, it's digesting. It's breaking down food. Uh, and obviously, if, if for me personally, I like to at least eat at least one to one and a half hour, two hours. Uh, before I go to bed, if I eat, uh, I can definitely fall asleep if I've eaten. Uh, but I found I just I just wake up or I, I get a little bit restless. You, you don't get into that that I suppose that deep sleep where you're just fully relaxed. Um, uh, if I can, so another thing is uh, that it's been affecting me for the past like week is I've been getting I never get up like I never get have to get up to go to the toilet like ever. And I'm just like, and I would kind of brag about that like people say, I have to get up like to pee like two, three times. I was like, that never happened to me. And I found that I was naturally, when I was trying to like being conscious of my fluid intake, I was drinking quite a bit with my last meal. And uh, obviously that, that was good. I got my hydration in, but I found myself getting up to go to the toilet. And if you've ever had to try and get up in the middle of the night in dead winter, it, you must really need to go. And that was like definitely me. So I was like, well, that's definitely something I need to, but I suppose pull back, uh, try and be a little bit more conscious of meeting my uh, fluid intake uh, a little bit early in the day uh, and I suppose uh, setting that cutoff point uh, towards towards bedtime if we can because um, no, it's not bad to get up and pee but obviously getting up getting up and going to and basically breaking that sleep cycle, that's obviously not optimal. We want to, I suppose, minimise that as much as possible. Um, and last one is, I suppose, just this is something that I suppose is not appealing for many people, but we just want to get into bed. We want to scroll on our phone. We want to feel tired and be able to knock off. And I suppose the best way of 
priming yourself to go to sleep is doing nothing. Finding something that is going to be not stimulating, not uh, just just not requiring you to think too much, uh, get I don't not, not not aggressive, but cause any stimulation. So some people may find watching videos or or like playing games or whatnot, like just to help them, I suppose, wind down. But you got to be, I suppose, conscious of what you're consuming prior to bed. Cause you may, you may literally just be watching something. You may be watching something like a, like a fighting scene or something on your phone. And although you're winding down, your body's naturally going to have some form of reaction to whatever you're viewing or whatever you're doing. So I suppose the best thing, I don't know for me, just pre-bed is do nothing. Like just use that time to, and I know you don't, you don't want to, I've, I've done, I've done where I've worked right up to before I went to sleep and like literally whether it be uh, doing some study, doing some other work on my laptop, doing doing whatever and jump straight into bed and it just took me such a long time because your body is still, it's it's still ticking, it's still it's still processing whatever, you, it's still mulling over whatever you've, you've literally just, uh, you've either seen, heard or done. So I suppose just put yourself in a position just where, you're you're doing you're doing nothing if you can whether it's something that's mindless something that requires very little thought very little stimulation and very little energy it doesn't have to be for long and I suppose that I'm, I feel like I'm describing meditation but it could be that for you but it's definitely not for me but um, just just find something just, that's going to put you in that pr- like relaxed state uh, which you can then literally just slide into bed. And uh, I suppose for me, it's sliding into bed after I've done whatever I need to do just to give me an relaxation. Right now, I'm literally just on the couch doing nothing, not viewing anything, nothing's on. Uh, it's quite dark. And then I'll probably go into bed and put some form of uh, meditation, breathing, whatever. I like to mix it up. And then um, I'll hopefully just doze off. So they are the top five. Yeah, top five things. So get into routine. Utilize tools such as sleep apps, blue light, DMAs, melatonin, sleep hygiene, so throwing on socks, blacking out all lights, having a hot shower, play around with your food timing and hydration, and try and minimize any form of stimulation before bed. So hopefully there's five tips of, I suppose, giving you something that you can at least incorporate or try. I know for me, I think I average on like six and a half hours, seven hours sleep, not, not because I can't get to sleep. And that's literally because that is how much time I really have in order to sleep. And that, and that's not because uh, yeah, it's, it's literally because my routine is, is quite busy. And that's not to say like I'm, like I'm a hustler or whatever. <laughs> it's, a, it's just because it, it's how my routine is. I, I start work quite early and I finish uh, work quite late. And uh, whatever I need to do after that, that, that has to be scheduled in. And by the time I, I finally finish winding up and getting for the next day, I need to be in bed and that usually gives me around about six six and a half, seven hours. So um, I really need to ensure that I'm doing as much of the above that I mentioned as possible to really, I suppose, function uh, and and make it and make it uh, and make it throughout the week. And then uh, I suppose on weekends, I'll try and make up for a little bit of sleep that I've lost. Um, I've I've quite been able to manage this kind of routine uh, for quite some time. Uh, but I think if, you, if if any of these uh, things that you feel like you can incorporate, definitely give them a try. You don't really, you don't need to tell anyone you're doing anything. It's literally you go to sleep, no one sees you. Um, so yeah, hopefully this is helps and um, you can take something away from it. Thanks so much.